Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 46 of the Eavesdrop podcast. Lots and lots and lots of things to talk about. We have, uh, you good over there, bro? Uh, we have a lot to talk about. A lot of things have gone down. We finally made the uh, roster announcement. Uh, we're making the uh, announcement for the brand in uh, two days. So Monday is today. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, quicker. That's Halloween, right? Yeah, yeah, Halloween, the 31st. Uh, we, so already, we already know. Spooky, scary. You guys already seen it. Seen it. What do you think? Yeah. Yep. What do you think? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Yep. Well, uh, a lot of people were, were doubting, you know, they were doubting my, my, my abilities to still, and I understand why. I've been... Do you? Yeah, I understand have why. We, have, what, what has ever been dropped? That, what logos have you dropped that, been that has been... Because it was what? It was Optic. There was the Optic logo, which, you, well, that was me, not you. Yeah. Uh, the Omen of Optic, which kind of was yep. still. Bashers. Bashers Which was, was dope. Yeah. Uh, uh, Outlaws, you had like a little mm -hmm. with that, which was still one of the best logos, if not the best logo in, in that e league. Sports, yeah. um, All of esports, not just that one. And now, and now, well, the, now, and now it's now it's just, is come on, the come fire. On. How can Let's there be somebody doubting right now? You're the Kanye West of picking <laughs> logos. Of picking logos. <laughs> in the industry. Uh, thank you're you. You're a genius. Thank you, thank you. Today I'm joined by my good friends, teammates. Uh, Soulman, lovers. Soulman, Soulman. Yeah, it's like not soulmates because we're not gonna mate. Well, oh. we don't know that. But we could, we could do it like Black Mirror in that episode with the the the, the, the game, VR. Have you not seen that episode? Mm -mm. Oh, it's it's it's, it's doozy. It, it, it makes you question some things. It's it's, conf yeah. it's confusing. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, if I encountered you in a digital <laughs> space and you looked like someone super attractive, so if you encounter me. In a digital world, and I look like Esme. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting. You're getting. You're getting the getting service. punched. All right, I'm getting punched. Don't. All right. Uh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hims and DoorDash. Uh, we will tell you a little bit more about them later on in the podcast, but uh, I do appreciate you guys coming back. It's the second time that Hims and DoorDash, third, fourth time for DoorDash, and like fifth time for him so certainly appreciate the support for the eavesdrop podcast i just received some incredible news about the podcast for next year we have some uh massive sponsorships already committed for that so thank you for everybody that watches the video leaves a like and ratings and i'm and available for sponsorship if this doesn't work out with yeah. hector yes what do you I'm, do i'm not i'll do anything i'm not picky okay i like it carry a sign i'll do it can you spin the I'm, sign no, but I can try. <laughs> you can try. Uh, anyway, so let's uh, let, where to begin. Uh, let's start a little bit of background. Uh, Umu was founded during Call of Duty Ghosts. The way that it began was uh, Jay and I used to play doubles matches from the beginning of time, and we used to call ourselves Menudo. Menudo being a uh, Mexican soup. Made with cow stomach. Made with cow stomach. Never had but it. it's also... A very very famous boy band from the '80s. I so, do remember them. Anyway, Ricky we, Martin was in. You you fast thank you you fast forwarded and more people wanted to play. So instead of playing just two v twos, Diesel's like, "Yo, I want to play." And we were on Twitter. Yo, we should find those 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 uh, those That's tweets. They're still out there. Um, and then Hutch is like, "I want to play." And then Fuya says, "I want to play." Well, there was a little bit of um, Umu without you in Los Angeles at the at the at the. The uh, house. The I think original. we called it the Optic House. It was. Yeah, it was the first one ever. Um, yeah. And we had a little, they had a little land center, a little four-man land center. I remember. And we used to play game battles in Black Ops 1. You that guys had, the, you guys had the, the $400,000 check above that thing, yeah. too. Did you? We yeah. were, we were streaming. You? It, was, it wasn't we? my apartment. It, was, then, it wasn't there, his apartment oh. yet. Yeah. I think we were on, I think it was Justin. We were on Justin TV, and we might yeah. have been on something else. Fwiz, C-Nanners, well. C-Nanners, Diesel, Hutch. Those are the four. Jay. I think he was a sub or something along those lines. Well, Jay lived there, so I think he was one of them. Yeah, well, oh, okay, the Puyas is the sub. I don't know. No? I think it was I think it was Nanners and Hutch would swap out. We used to just go over there like Saturdays and Sundays. I think, yeah. Like, sometimes there was five of us, and we would just rotate. Yeah. We would go get Wakano or something, and yeah, then we would yeah, just yeah. sit there, and Hutch would go have a cigarette, and he would be out for a game, and 
it would just keep swapping it out. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Man. It was. was. That was a lot of fun. There's nothing better than like you know getting together with with friends and beating other people. We actually in did competition. Pretty, pretty good. That's why gangs are. I feel like we. Huh? That's why gangs are a thing. Yes, yeah, why gangs are a thing. Like you really want to be out there being, you <laughs> with know, your boys, with just your boys, beating the shit out of people. <laughs> you know, that's what it's it's what happens, and it's okay. Um, so you know, you you guys, that's that's pretty much how you guys did it. And then I came in with a you know Umu stuff. Uh, the name itself like came, became so easy to come up with too, because by then, uh, Scumpy, Nade, uh, Big Timer, and everybody had already been like the young guns. Mm-hmm. You recruited that 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 team. The original competitive optic team was recruited by you. I don't remember. Yeah, you picked uh, you picked well, Nate. Well, shot. we grabbed Nate. Oh, shot. you you and uh, yeah, Nerf. We we grabbed Nate shot for sure. Did you ever meet Nerf? The legend of Nerf. I played with him, but I never met him. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know if I played with them. I, I think. Yeah, because that was when, because uh, there wasn't money in in competitive stuff outside of the Frag Cup. Yeah, that was like the the biggest money thing that I 10, had competed 000, in, yeah. and that was it. And then I was twenty, I forget, twenty something, living in New York, I think, and that was not able to keep bills. So, it was, it, so it was like I got to transition to making YouTube videos all the time. You, you don't even know how and much then, of a pain the Frag Cup was behind the scenes. It was such a pain in the ass to put everything together. And, Did you come There's a that? lot of videos you guys had to do. Dude, a ton. Every day for like two months I think we were just making these ridiculous videos. In this tiny room that was like super hot like real low budget equipment just not knowing what we were going to shoot that And it still and got massive amounts of views. Tons of views back then. But that's because Modern Warfare 2 really changed YouTube, um, gaming videos on YouTube. It really, I mean, it was like The a, throwing knife. Throwing knife videos, big. yeah. D-Treat's got the second optic team kicked out <laughs> for cheating. He, no, he had, he had the fourth perk for his equipment. And then it was hardline though, so like it didn't. Make it did, it yeah, because there was but no you streaks. But the rule was like you couldn't have any modded. Yeah, and he had a modded account, moron. What, did, I mean, could he not just turn that off? Like, you know, it's crazy. At the time, he was like a really, really close friend of mine. Obviously, we'd been playing for a while at, at that point, and uh, and I I put it up to the to the community to kick him or not kick him. You know, like even back like from then. From optic completely. Yeah, I, even back then, I was all about the people. You know, like. The, what did they say? Yeah, kick him. What? Yeah. That was stupid. He's such a good player. Yeah. You dummies. Why would you kick him? Yeah. If if you were one of the people that cheater, type, Hutch. he was. He did, he did a dummy. He did yeah. a dumb dumb. He's a yeah. Cheater. So you know, I was like, I was asked my friend, so I can't, I, I can't have a biased opinion. You know, because obviously one. It didn't affect the integrity of the, uh, of the competition, but it did affect the integrity of the game because he had it modded. Uh, two, he was my friend, so I was I was uh, not only conflicted, but I was compromised. We'll say that. So That's I ended cold, up man. I ended up kicking him. That's cold. And I remember it, I remember it sucking bad, but telling myself, he's like, you know, this isn't the first time that you're ever gonna have to kick somebody you like. You know. He said that to you. No, I said that to myself. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is good training, as, as mean as it is. I, I, I sort of took that. Who was that. the hardest person you had to kick ever? Merck. His, Merck was Merck, the hardest person. 100%, one? yeah. Still, still to this day, I regret the way that we handled that. Um, it was bad. But at the same time, like, it, there was a lot of shit going on. Like, we, a, lot, a lot of things that went into that one situation never see the light of day. Like, a lot of things, like, even right now with, with the whole Crim6 mm-hmm. and being mad at Scumpy and, and, you know, being this, that, and the other. Like, even the part where he says that some people got a payout and others people didn't get a payout. Like, he had a salary. The people that got a payout and it wasn't that big of a payout were always putting in sweat equity. Nobody was getting paid anything. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of behind-the-scenes shit never sees the light of day. And I, you know, right now I'm obviously saying that just to give you an example. But it, a, a lot of stuff just isn't anybody's business besides the people involved. Um, and you know, I understand the frustrations that he's going through and, and being as upset as he is for for being, you know, kicked essentially. Um, but you know, talking outside of school for me has always been a big, 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 big no-no. You know, um, it's just the the way the, you know, like I, I just, I've never been that way. Well, Merck ended up doing doing okay for himself, man. He's crushing, he's crushing it. over. Yeah. He's he's a really good. Uh, he's incredible. Yeah, commentator. He's, they got a they got a really good casting team over yeah. there right now. Uh, yeah, the other one. The other one. Uh, shortly after that was. I mean, I can name you every single time I've had to drop somebody that 
that hurt my heart. Merck, Rambo, uh, I mean, the, the Rambo, I mean, Rambo, it was Rambo. Merck's the, the suckiest one because of the situation, but Rambo right before that, Dietrich before that. I mean, I could go down the line and tell you every single thing. Then Rambo person. went on to work for Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, he's helping yeah. to make Cod Yeah, he's, he's like a, a pro he's a bowler and everything. Yeah, semi-pro champion or some stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough stuff um, in, in cases where... You can't really tell the fans everything that's going on because it's just, it'll make the thing worse and the only people that are going to be affected are real people. It, it, it may seem, you know, disconnected to you because we're in a, on a camera, like you, you see us through a screen, but we're real persons. And those real persons, I don't know, I just think the whole dirt throwing back and forth is always going to be a big no-no for me. Well, that's a have to then, I'll gladly, I'll gladly. <laughs> I would not deal well with that. I don't do well with stress just in general, but like that, that stuff would really stress me out. Yeah. That would bug me. I love conflict, <laughs> but not like that. I'm not, not, not the whole back and forth. It's just kind of like a bad breakup yeah. kind of thing, but it's like kind of like get it, it's over. Like you're know. on a new team, you got yeah. announced. It's like, why, why are you? So, yeah. It's like, do you need <laughs> clicks? Like what, what, why do you need attention I, right now? Like I support let it go. It, man. He's creating drama. He's getting the, getting the, getting yeah. the. Creating the rivalry. I feel like he's he's. I want I don't to spill know. more to you. I feel like he's trying to do like the old Ake's role of having an actual villain. Yeah. And he's and I don't think that's a necessary role that needs yeah. to be filled. I think drama is good. Mm-hmm. Like you can have that kind of wrestling kind of back and forth. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be I real want- life things. There could be just some shit talk from a match you had and let it go yeah. into the next match. It doesn't need, it's too personal, I think, right now. I think it's all super personal. I don't think that's good for drama. What were you gonna say? I want a secret video recording of you in some really compromising situation. And huh? I want it up on YouTube. Like, uh, the, what's the Danny McBride? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, some it's like here, here comes Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> that show's so good. I mean, Danny oh. McBride is incredible, but no, all right, so you know, to, great. yeah. To wrap it all up, like the the, the whole D treats and, and frat cup stuff uh, at Machinima, like it had to have been one of the the most glorious parts of of, of esports and gaming as a whole that that ever existed. Um, so for me, again, it's all about the entertainment aspect of the of the actual competition. Anyway, so. We, uh, we started playing Old Man of Optic, let's bring it all the way around. The reason we got on that tangent is because we talked about the first original Optic House and then Machinima and this, that, and the other. So we started playing in 2013 Ghosts, and it was an incredible feeling to be able to play Game Battles matches again. Because Hodge and I and Diesel have been playing Game Battles matches since, well, he and I since Call of Duty 2. Hodge and I since, and, and, and Diesel since Call of Duty 4. Over and over, pro mod, and over and over. Like S and D for me has always reigned supreme, and will continue to reign supreme as the most entertaining one, uh, because there, there, there's going to be a high probability that's going to go to a one life chance to win or lose a game. How many round elevens, one v ones do you see on a daily? You, get, on, that, on you get to hype each other up when you make the one v one, or you get to destroy that person when they screw it all up, and there's. You can't get that in domination. There's, there's more opportunities for, like, glory. Ho- holy shit moments. Like, like yeah. glorious moments where... Uh, Witness. Yeah, 1v4, like. <laughs> you know, or, like, some crazy 1v2 clutch with the bomb down or something. There's just... You know, domination is kind of... It, it, it's just... For me, with Call of Duty, it's just that the respawn game types have never been super entertaining, especially game types like Hardpoint, because you're just switching back and forth between so many different perspectives. And if you're a caster, you have to kind of just guess, like, who's going to make that big play or something. Sometimes I guess right, but... Um, but with SD, it's just, I, I think it's just a much more focused experience as a viewer. It's just something I've always enjoyed. And CSGO is just another one of those games. I don't play it hardly at all anymore, but it's just still so much fun to watch yeah. uh, professionals play that game 20 years later after the game's come out. And it's just such an interesting formula. Do you think that Call of Duty would have the same watchability, if that's a word? Uh, if they never changed or gradually changed year by year the uh, the franchise, because there's no way that at the beginning at 360 of the of the Xbox 360 that they knew that Call of Duty was going to be a billion dollar a year business for them every single year. I think that they knew that it had. Well, 
How? I mean, I mean, COD Two was a huge success on on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty for a long time. And game. PC. I think it was like sixty percent of people that had Xbox Three Hundred and Sixties had Call of Duty Two, which is just crazy, crazy numbers. It was great. I think by the time COD Four came around, I think they understood like this franchise is going to be big. You know, World of War came out. I think it had like similar sales, but. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 came out. It was the biggest entertainment launch of all time at the time. It yeah. made a billion dollars in one weekend. And um, as far as I know, I think that was the first time that a video game had ever done that. And then once they were able to, you know, Black Ops 1, I think, was another pretty pretty big financial success. And I think that at that point they knew, like, this is something that's... But you but you kind of raise up raise an interesting point where it's like, would, would they be able to make as much money or would the game be, be better, a overall better experience if it was just... One game that mm-hmm. they would continue to iterate on, like Fortnite, CS:GO, yeah, that sort of thing. Um, I doubt that'll ever. I think happen. for esports, it would be it, they would benefit from that if it had a, a core, Actually, just at least a core yeah. frame that it stayed, it stayed Infinity Ward. That's yeah, that's and what then, you were talking and about, and that kind then. of thing. And then maybe have new developers create different BRs, or, yeah, the, the thing or I, different things like that. Take thing, it out of this. I don't think it needs to be a new Call of Duty every yeah. every single year. I think. Every two years. Yeah, the, the, the thing about that is that nobody expected it to be that competitive, but more importantly, like up until just recently, like the, co- the competition esports side of Call of Duty has always been an advertisement or an advertising sort of platform for the actual game. You know, here are the best players playing Call of Duty and buy the new skins, buy the new whatever. If you remember, Call of Duty Champs was in the middle of May. April, May, around those times, and yeah. they still had, you know, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest tournament of the year was in the middle of the game, mm-hmm. and the only reason that was is because they had advertising dollars for the game for the second half launch of the game. So all the all the bacon camo, all the diamond camo, all the stuff that you could buy, that's what it was for. It was an advertising thing. It was an advertising um, opportunity for for the game. So now that they are sort of shifting and seeing like the potential of the true esport, you know, phenomena that's happening, that's now now that they have that opportunity. So champs is just not a thing anymore. Uh, there is going to be a world champs, yes. But there's just not going to be called champs. I don't know. I couldn't tell you because they had uh, Mark Cuban had <clears throat> some little segment where he said that it's super hard to have invest in, mm-hmm. in esports now because the games are constantly changing. So. The rosters are constantly changing. The, the turnover rate's super high. So there's not a lot of money to be made. And he said, right now, it's, it's a terrible investment to own an eSports team, mm-hmm. is what I think is the exact words, because of that reason. So I think if, I think some, if, some, I think if Call of Duty... Teams, for sure. I think if Call of Duty stayed with the framework and then just rolled out some updates... Yeah, I think, I think uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, I, I admire... I admire Mark Cuban, obviously, for what he's built and what he's done. But in, in this in this sort of scenario, and I'm being super biased, right? Uh, obviously, I had a, a very successful exit, so his uh, you know him saying that esports isn't a good investment. I disagree from a from personal experience. I truly disagree. But he's I think also maybe it's more just like the VC people. Coming yeah, I mean, those, obviously, those right? Like it, it is when when people don't know how to run. Something and, and money comes in. Obviously, they want to uh, you know mature it quicker than it should. Bottom line is this: Yes, some some esports teams are a super super bad investment, but there are the real esports team that sit at the top that are solid investments because they will become. What it, it's inevitable with the viewership that we have now at such a young age in esports. It is inevitable that every team. Or some teams or some esports become the new NFL, NBA, that's whatever. Are we there right now? Absolutely not. Right? Mm-hmm. Are there cracks on the foundation? Absolutely. But if you go back to the to the beginning of football, the beginning of basketball, the beginning of whatever, there's cracks in those situations too. And if you're telling me that you're not willing to put some money up to hopefully see your thing become an NFL, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. So we should talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. You go. No, you go, man. Uh, yeah, so we've had an opportunity to play. Um, we, hadn't, we hadn't had a chance to play S&D yet, and that's, I think, all of our preferred game type. I wouldn't be opposed to playing respawn game types, but I've just always really, really loved competitive 
SD, and you guys share yeah. my enthusiasm for that. And this game seems like it's just suited so well. What about it, do you think? For that game type. Um, it's slower, it's more tactical. The game just in general, I feel like you run a little bit slower. Um, uh, it's just not... Even with a... You can hear everything, so you're punished for yeah, just brainlessly sprinting out of the middle yeah. of the map. There's Do you no, think no you dead silence, you know, that's huge. That's a big, yeah. big change. You, even when you crouch, you make noise, right? When you you're lost? Yeah. If you, if you, you crouch in ADS, I think it makes a noise. Uh, you can hear, like, little pitter-patter. Yeah, like but really can, little. You can hear yourself, or others can hear you, too. It's weird. I don't know if it's a bug right now, but dead silence... It's not, not existent. Not really. You get like a speed boost. That and a, too. And you're, excuse me, you're a little, you're a little quieter. But you it can, sounds like you're just quieter to yourself. Yeah, because I'll watch a kill cam, and like I'll turn a corner and there's a guy like left triggering at the door, and he just pre pre fires kills me, and then I watch the kill cam. He can clearly hear my footsteps. He like yeah. turned around, prone, and yeah. waited for me. I don't to know come. if it's just a reimagining of how dead silence is now. It's. We, it deafens our own footsteps so we can hear theirs or I, pff, whatever. It doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I think they need to, I, it feels like it has to be a bug. Cause it's just I also don't think it should design. be, I think they just need lower footsteps. Maybe just simply in search and destroy if that's a thing they can do. Cause they just are, a little bit. they're too loud. Like they, don't, don't it's go absurd. Don't crazy with it like yeah. it was in the- No, I don't, the they don't need to be silent. I don't want it to be silent. You need to be able to hear yeah, position changes on the map. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm very very bullish on the fact that we're gonna one have a lot of fun. Two that the game's gonna be super viable for a true S and D competition, and it won't be. And look, I know that everybody's gonna. I know that everybody's gonna say every single year that we always come into this thing with like high hopes and that we hype it up, even though it shouldn't be because nobody's ever played it. I do. I'd rather be that than a negative person that says this game's gonna f suck. I mean, we do you always know? hype up that we're gonna do Old Men of Optic matches, yeah. and for the last, I think, three years, well, no. outside, out, well, outside of remastered, but every other Call of Duty that's come well, out no, since then, we haven't really Black played Ops more. Three before that, we played yeah, Black, Black Ops. But I'm Three. saying we, since well, remastered, we haven't. We didn't play well, anything Black for Ops three. three. We, I don't think we played any Uber matches for Black Ops Three. Maybe one or two. Black Ops Three, we played a lot. Not Black Ops Three, the most recent one. Black Ops Black Four. Black Ops Four. No, no. We didn't, we didn't play a single I, I one. Didn't, I didn't play a single uh, yeah. multiplayer match. Off. It was all Blackout, but yeah. Blackout was a new game mode, and I had just gotten up this uh, off this like incredible high of playing the largest free for all game that I've ever played in Fortnite in in, in a battle royale game, and I played H One Z One, and I played PUBG, and it was just too slow, not my thing. So what? PUBG, not for me. Yeah, not for me, dude. <laughs> this one's pretty, pretty fast. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Still, it was COD. Yeah, COD I don't know what it was. Yeah. So when I started home. playing Call of Duty, Blackout Call of Duty, I'm like, there was no need for me to play multiplayer. The same way there was no need for me to play that super advanced uh, Infinite War fair when I could play Modern Warfare Remastered. And it wasn't just Modern Th Think about the beauty mm -hmm. that Modern Warfare Remastered was when you were able to switch your blade for a cracked bottle or a crowbar or a spade or, you know, all these and it's different- still fresh. Yeah, it's still fresh. Yeah. Nothing changed. There there was no not, no improvement to any, it was just a cosmetic thing to like it. The camos, the, the you know, being able to put you know, worn out camo on your gun. Not just stupid well, ass reticles. Well, they, like, they added. Yeah. They, <laughs> do not put reticles, please. They did add new weapons to the game, but we, you couldn't use those in competitive matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, but I think this year we're gonna it, like, assuming they release a BR in early 2020. I feel like I'm still gonna want to play GVs. Mm -hmm. Like I want, I want to play both. Yeah. Like when when Blackout came out, I just wanted to play that exclusively. I had no interest in GVs or multiplayer like you guys, but. This year, I feel like it's going to be like, you know, maybe start the stream with some GBs and then finish it off with some, uh, yeah. some BR or something like that. that, that and, and like, we, we normally like, you, you, like, I don't know, I, I don't get like super hyped every year. I don't say this is going to be the greatest Call of Duty ever, every single year. And I don't have this level of enthusiasm that I have for this game mm -hmm. every single title. I didn't have it for Infinite Warfare. Mm -hmm. Modern Warfare Remastered, we already knew that it was going to be good. I really liked Black Ops 3. And Blackout was so a lot of fun, but like I think this, I, I really think that this title is going to be a. It's it's weird. It's, it's weird that we we're almost I mean on on schedule in skipping, like playing Omen of Redacted, skipping a game, Omen of Redacted, skipping a game, Omen of Redacted, skipping a game, Omen of Redacted. Just depends on what the Treyarch does next year, you know. Yeah. Do you think Treyarch's going to come back with a vengeance? 
Do we know what happened? Do we know what happened? It is Treyarch next year? I don't know if it's confirmed. Sledgehammer's not doing it anymore. I think it's essentially confirmed that Sledge the game that Sledgehammer and Raven was working on, they scrapped it. And now Treyarch's title got pushed up. Didn't know that. To 2021. I don't know that I'm excited for it. Or 2020 actually. I don't know. I don't know I don't know where we're at. I like the fact that we had two that we had two developers, and that was the cycle. I was okay with knowing what the SND and Infinity Ward was going to look like, and knowing what the game was going to look like if it was a, it was a Vonderhaar uh, thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is is he even? Is Vonderhaar even? Have you yeah. anyone? Have well, you, I think Von is gone. I don't know. It was some cryptic tweet. That's what I'm saying. I just saw another one from David Vonderhaar. And uh, if you guys don't know who David Von Hart is, in the description down below, you're going to see the link for the eavesdrop that I did with him uh, in the first four of uh, launching the series. But he is the studio head. It was a studio production... Multiplayer. Multiplayer head. No, multiplayer is Jay Perrier. Anyway, so Von Hart's a legendary figure there, yeah. in Call of Duty, okay? Um, so I'm wondering if that's what it is. I'm okay with having only two studios doing that. Once they started to add the rotation on the third, I was like, I'm like, I didn't know what to do. Because Sledgehammer was in charge of taking us vertical, right? Isn't that how it all began? They're the ones that introduced yeah. the jetpack, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, not that they were obviously following instructions. But well, they, were, they had, I don't know if they were following instructions. I don't, I don't, what, I don't, I don't you think, think that the that, studio think, got to pick to go vertical? Uh, I don't think the, the, I don't think it's Activision that says you need to do boots on the ground, you need to do boots off the ground. Are you sure? Then who makes those I, decisions? Well, it was a logical thing to do to introduce double yeah. jumps and sliding and stuff like Cod that. Cod at the time was get, kind of getting stale. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was kind of over the... Really? Monitor. I was not. I mean... I didn't hate wall running. I didn't hate the way that Black Ops 3 did it. Uh, Black Ops 3 was perfect, in my opinion. I like the wall running. I like the, uh, the guns. What did I use? The Razorback? Was it? Yeah, the, there was like a little ACR sub submachine gun. Yeah, like yeah. a mid mid to long range. I don't remember anything about Black Ops Three. Bro, we had such a good time it's playing that. Yeah, this guy kept sniping when he shouldn't have, and that, was like, and that was the first year they took away aim assist, I think, for for snipers. Mm. So the one that had the ballista in it. Ballista no, that was Black Ops was, Two. Uh, Black Ops Two, yeah. Yeah, ballista, iron sights, ballista. What the hell happened in Black Ops Three? Yeah, it was good. It was wall running. You don't remember that? Yeah. It was so good. You had wall running and, and like uh, gravity gravity spikes. gravity spikes and all the all the specialists where you could be like fire and send a heat wave and stuff. Anyway, let's let's uh, let's let's move move on from that, but not completely. Obviously, I just meant uh, the 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 Black Ops. The, the one thing I don't know and I don't like is the fact that they haven't announced. And I know that we don't care, but league play is such a big big way for for casual players to be introduced to competitive play. And then from there they gra- you know they graduate and then they go play game battles and then from there they graduate and they play tournaments on game battles so from there yeah. they graduate and go or used to go to tournaments but now there's this sub league path to pro opportunity which is also going to be like this 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 new unknown as to how everything is going to work but that's all game battles like powered isn't aren't they powering it yeah yeah so yeah. I think that I. I think they'll just probably put some kind of integration in the game, I'd imagine. They should do it like they did it in World War II, where you... They had the um, GB integration in the game. Was it Infinite Warfare that did that? And I think it was, well, I think it was World, the yeah, most it, recent. It's, uh, the World War II, the, I yeah. think you, could, you, you would just set up a match, and then it would just automatically put everybody in the same lobby. Yeah. We never used it. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we never used, played no, it. I think we used it... No, we did use it a couple times. Yeah, we played for like a week. Yeah, when that we was did. the other one that we skipped was World War Two. We didn't play. GBs we didn't play very much for, of it for, for World, not very much at all. Yeah. No, what did we play instead? Fortnite. I Fortnite, think was one right? that really started popping off. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a, it was a weird weird situation. That like to when the BR game started like to be popularized the way you know from like Fortnite on and Apex and all that like it, everything changed for me because I wasn't yeah. as attached to. I've only played. I've, I've only <laughs> truly played four real games in my life now. Up until two years ago, I could have told you it was Minecraft and, and Call of Duty. Now, Minecraft, Call of Duty, Fortnite was a game that I played very passionately uh, until the, the building mechanics started to, to become a thing. Uh, and then, aside from that, Battalion 1944, which is such an incredible game. Yeah. Brief, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny to me when people say that BR is a fad, it's going to die out. It's like, dude, it's just going to... They're going to have like 200-man BRs, or they're going to do yeah. so there's some, some company is going to come around and <clears throat> introduce something that is like the building mechanic in Fortnite, something that's yeah. unique to that game, 
and uh, you know this is, BRs are not going away. It's a genre it's of, just, of game now. It's, yeah, that it's would a, be like a, saying a, FPS games are now gone or strategy games or. Yeah. They're not going, none of those are going anywhere. MOBAs no. aren't going, everything, this is now just something you're gonna always have. I think we can thank Fortnite for how good Modern Warfare is because I think this has been, I think Fortnite has been truly like the first game since Call of Duty has been so dominant. Um, I mean, apart from like MOBAs like, you know, Dota and stuff like that Lead, that are yeah. just independently huge, um, but, but you know, games like PUBG in China and just the BR genre in general, and specifically Fortnite in the, in the States and worldwide, you know, especially the fact that it's cross-platform, mobile player can play with a Wii player, can play with a PC player. They, they did so many, they, they introduced so many new um, uh, uh, ideas into gaming, and I think that it really motivated this studio to make the best yeah. they, product they that push, they can I think make. they pushed gaming in general ahead probably like five, ten years. Just in ideas, the concept of crossplay. Like yeah, you they, were saying the other day, you're like I never imagined ever, ever seeing a PC player, an Xbox, and a PlayStation player all playing Call of Duty at the same time. No, I now, couldn't have ever thought. I would have never thought no. of that. Now we'll get into the discussion of whether or not you think that that's going to be like a good thing or a bad thing, um, having that cross-platform, and whether or not controllers are all, are ever going to be able to keep up with. With PC, but first let me give a, a quick shout out uh, to Hims, um, and this is going to be funny, okay? And don't don't feel like this is directed to you, okay? Because uh, Hims is a wellness brand. I know what Hims is. Let, let me let me tell you anyway. I don't need to. Know. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Hims uh, is a wellness brand for men, okay? Uh, you 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 can safely say that 66 percent of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. How old are you, Hutch? There's 60, uh, 66%? I'm 36. <laughs> 36, and have you had problems losing your hair? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, well listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you one thing, okay? Because the problem is that once you have started the th to notice the thinning hair, it's, it may be too late. I'm not saying it is too late, I'm saying that it may be too late. Okay, so the best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. It's time to get a handle of those precious locks, and you do have really, really goldy locks. Um, do you want that ball spot to pop up on your hairline to recede, or do you want something, uh, something to happen, something proactive that you can do to make that go away? Uh, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness. We're moving on to Mikey now. Mike, do you oh, I'm familiar <laughs> with with hymns. Yes. So oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. is, is the one stop shop have you gotten anything from there? Yeah. Give me some. What you mean? Like what like what? Give me an example. Hymns. Yeah. Like I don't know anything about the the, the rest of it. Uh, I don't mean how how I mean what can I say right now? I, they, I mean it's their stuff. What are they? It's have? uh it's like essentially the way I explain it to people, unlocking your your dick's final form. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you're not growing a your dick. You're growing not, feathers. Your dick does not grow any bigger. You're not all of a sudden. It's not like one of these miracle miracle pills and increase your dick by three inches. Not one of those. It's it's like a it's like hitting an alt button on your dick, and it's just like a. A token. You look down at it. It's like you are impressive. You are you are very fancy. Uh, so yeah, Hims was created for a guy who knows men's health conversations <laughs> are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For Hims connects you to real doctors online, which could save you hours, completely confidential and discreet. Answer a few questions, a doctor will review, and then determine whether or not something is or isn't right for you. Okay, then uh, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door, anonymously. Okay, it's not gonna say something that says, you know what it is. And right now, if you order right now, Every listener of the Eavesdrop podcast can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while, supplies, while supplies last, and uh, obviously subject to doctor's approval. Uh, but you can go to the website to see the full details and safety Proved. information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy or somewhere else. Go to forhims.com slash eavesdrop. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash eavesdrop. Forhims.com slash eavesdrop. Okay, get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today. Or Final Form Kit. 
That's what I'm going to call it, which is you should ask them to change it to that. Final form kit. Kit. Yeah. What about pubic hair loss? I've got a ring shaped <laughs> okay. pubic pattern baldness. Okay, well, let's uh, let's move on from that one. And of course, uh, DoorDash, as I explained earlier, they, uh, they have come back for a fifth time, and I certainly appreciate that you use them more than you know, okay? Because sometimes I've had a long day at work. Some people have had a tough day at school, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal that you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're still sick of microwave leftovers? Frozen pizza? Enter DoorDash. Restaurant quality food with a living room dress code. Your parents don't pack your lunches anymore, but you still need to eat. Have your favorite restaurants brought to you with DoorDash. Brown paper bag not included. I don't know if this, if you were in school or college, can you order DoorDash to your yeah. class? I'm, oh, oh, to, to your, your class, class, probably. People would order pizzas to their class. I heard of that. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So there you go, guys. All right. So DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is super easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might as well find a new favorite, too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada, order from your local go-tos or choose your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Hmm. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more. Whoever orders anything less than $15 cannot be trusted. Okay? Order more than $15 of food. Don't be scared. Download the DoorDash app and enter promo code EVESTRUCK. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash application from the application store and enter promo code EVESTRUCK. That's E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P for $5 off your first order from DoorDash of $15 or more. Now, back to the show. If players, I think that, the, that we're going to go into the, into the final form of deciding whether or not PC players with keyboard and mouse are better than PC players with a controller. I have learned, okay, and I know that you are like an ultimate, like, I don't want to play against PC players. No, I didn't say that. I think they should just open the floodgates. The beta, said, you did not enjoy. You wanted them cross-platform lobbies only. <laughs> when I was on PC, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I You're think... like, we must have a controller player here. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I think, like, it's just... How do I mean they they when they with Fortnite right now if it if you if you just queue up into a solo lobby yeah. on PS4 do you, do, are you just with other PS4 players? Yeah, I don't believe so. I believe you're mixed with everyone. Wait, no, no. Unless no. you opt out of it. Yeah, if, yeah. If you opt out of it, then you can just be with PlayStation players. But if you leave it as cross-platform, you're stuck with mobile players. Switch, everybody's in. I mean, I say just open up the floodgates for like. Just try it out for a little bit, and then uh, and then see what happens. Because we haven't seen it. This is the first. Nobody knows what's going to happen. I mean, we all have predictions, but nobody yeah. nobody knows what's going to happen. So might as well just try it out. You know, have everything just be crossplay by default, and then if it if it just turns into a bloodbath for PS4 players, if they get yeah. into a lobby and they see that 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 uh, mouse and keyboard icon, and they just go oh, and then they leave the lobby, yeah. then you know that it's I think not it's, a good idea. I think it's but. just more of like in your head, because I. Call it console players have been playing Call of Duty forever. Mm-hmm. Const- Call of Duty on PC is such a small group of people who play it. Yeah, that's true. That too, yeah. I feel like that console players just have an advantage. We had we pl- we, we played in a few lobbies where there the, were console players. That the were just only time that totally I got fine. shit on in that beta was I think it was three different times, and it was always by a console player, and I was on PC. Yeah. If they know what they're doing, you will get ran through. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, at, at, at no point will we ever be able to determine whether or not the abilities of one single individual, let's call it the best console player in existence, okay, the best aimer, the best, the, 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 the guy with the most legit movement ever, 100 on, on aiming, 100 on movement, 100 on knowledge in the game, and then you put him up against a PC player that has 100, 100, 100 as well. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think the PC player is going to win, but I don't know. I, I will I, say this: the, the the thing is this, and the thing that changed my mind, and I know I've always argued with you about this. Like, you can't be scared of PC. I, when I was playing Battalion on a daily basis, five hours a day, I found myself being able to aim 
more accurately and turn faster than I ever have with, it, with any controller. That's a fact. Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, like it makes sense that using one thing to aim instead of two things to aim is like a logical thing. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a, there's also um, this game is kind of an interesting test too because this game is, um, it, it's it's the maps are designed with power positions, um, and and holding corners in mind and holding lanes mm -hmm. in mind. So uh, the fa it, it, the time to kill is super fast, but there is a lot of recoil compared to the other Call of Duties, and th these maps are designed to sort of funnel people to these str strategic locations, and so it's not as important in a game where uh, where there's lots of places where you can mount with your gun and just watch a game or uh, watch a lane like the flick and the you know being able to flick on somebody super fast with a mouse and keyboard isn't as important because if somebody is just posted up mounted just looking at that spot that you're about to aim in then it doesn't matter if they have a controller or, or yeah. a mouse and keyboard you're probably going to get melted if you peek them yeah I had more trouble aiming today than I did when playing a PC, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's gonna take about a week or a couple of days for me to get used to, you know, utilizing both of my thumbs and limited, you know, mobility with all my digits instead of just, you know, all of them. Uh, but it is. Uh, power positions and being able to understand the game differently because the amount of maps that I've gone into in which I turn a corner and there are five different places from where somebody can shoot me is insane. And that to me is like, such a big gamble when it comes to, uh, you know, a, com a competitive sort of map that it just makes a little bit... And no they can hear you coming too from like across yeah. the map. Yeah. So the footsteps just so more wild. like just getting that timing, like knowing how, how quick somebody can get upstairs from a fight that you just had downstairs and then you can you know, play through all those scenarios in your head. But right now it's all, we're obviously we're guessing. Yeah, but so I, look, obviously for, in my opinion, in order for this you know, for the future of Call of Duty to become a little bit better, we are gonna have to sort of, I'm not saying abandon console at all, right? Because if you look at, at Fortnite, the biggest game in arguably in the world right now, right? It's only because kids are also playing that. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the kids aren't playing on PC, they're playing on their Xbox or their PlayStation. So I don't think that there's ever gonna be a situation in which somebody's gonna care what it is that you're using, right? But I will say this, having played on PC with a controller is insane. The, the, the fact that you can change your FOV, the fact that you can see everything, what's, what's the frame rate on that? 240, I mean, most, most, most of the 240. Yeah. Unlimited, unlimited. I mean, technically, yeah, if you had an incredible computer, I, you, there isn't really a cap. It's, your cap is only to your monitor. It looks insane. It looks like <coughs> a completely different game yeah. that I've never played before, so. It makes movement easier when you, yeah. get, when you get more <coughs> Right, but even then, right, is, is, is having a computer which is more powerful than a PlayStation 4 gonna give the computer uh, you know, more of an advantage because it can process the internet faster? No, because if like, Shroud made a made a statement when he did the press event against TP, and TP crushed him. And TP was playing on a console; he was playing on a PC. Mm -hmm. And Shroud is notorious for just being give him a couple minutes with a shooter, and he will he has it figured out. And TP, I mean, while TP was incredibly good at the game, he still has been out of it. He's not still up in in pro form, as, yeah. as you could say. And he dusted him. I mean, he's still and, crushing it in blackout. Well, yeah, no, I'm, well, I, I'm not saying that he's like a, a you know a slouch at this point. But yeah. Shroud, Shroud is what most people, entertainment side wise, anyways, think yeah. he's a freak with most of the stuff he does in games. Yeah, I, th I think and TP can definitely still compete. So I think sure. I think with with that, just with somebody seeing that a console player can can keep up, just or just, or just straight dominate a top tier. Unarguably, you can't argue that Shroud is not a top-tier no. PC player and crush him. I think I should give people like a maybe you know they don't have just the advantage. Maybe just do it for like a week, you know, <clears throat> like just announce like this this upcoming week we're just gonna do every lobby is gonna be crossplay, and then we want your feedback. Let us know if you're a console player, how did it feel? If you're a PC player, did mm -hmm. you notice a difference? And the results might surprise us. I mean, like I. You feel like theoretically that a great PC player is going to shit on a great console player most of the time. There's exceptions. I don't think so. That's what I would. I think, I, I think it's. Saying, I like, think it's a straight fifty-fifty split. Whoever's having the better game is going to win. I don't think you, either person has an advantage. You might be right. I have no. But I'm saying like I have an. I have. I think something is the case, but I don't know. So I'd like. I'd like to know. So 
that would be an interesting experience, just to open it up for like one, one or two weeks. We'll, and have then to, we'll have to wait for Shroud and Shroud to give two weeks on the game and really learn it. TP will know it in two weeks and just put him in a gauntlet. Mm. 1v1. G give Shroud two, two weeks with this game. I That's what I said, I give him yeah, two weeks. I don't think that. Just to see what it's like. I don't think it would go the same way. I doubt. It doesn't need to go the same way. What I'm saying is a 50-50 split. It could just be a, an 11 to 12 win. Maybe. Anything like that. As long as it's not a, a skunk. Well, leave, leave uh, your opinions in the, in, the, in the comment section below. Will, piece, will controller players ever be able to compete with the easiness that is to use a mouse? Dude, I'm thinking about just years of reading in the comments, in YouTube video comments. Oh, if you, if you were on fucking PC, I'd, or if you were on yeah. PC, I'd, I'd... Destroy you. It's hard, well, to, I mean, that's it's hard what, to talk about YouTube comments without cursing, because <clears throat> that's all they... <laughs> that like, right now is what's going on with, obviously, PS4 versus Xbox. Everybody's always said PS4 has the better players, which I think is fucking wrong. Um, no, play, Xbox has always had the best Xbox players. Xbox has better players. I'm going to explain to you how. Sure. We came from Xbox, and we're the best players. I don't know. They feel the same to me. Play, playing in both lobbies, it felt like Xbox was I a think, little easier when, well, I, played, I, when think, I played Blackout on Xbox. I, I think the conversation is more from a casual, random dude just got home from work perspective. Who has the better players? It has to go to the, I mean, to the populace that has the most, uh, who has populace. a console. Yeah, like the yeah. Which one of them has the most, or which? Which gets sold more, Xboxes or PlayStation? PlayStation, I think, still has. I think PlayStation still has a lead. Do they? But, but they that's, didn't. But that's always. a global. That's a global thing. There's you don't sell Xboxes in in Asia. They don't. They're just not. They're really not bought there at all. Xbox One X is still technically a better console than the PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um, the yeah, except for the dashboard. But what I'm saying, numbers wise, it's because X, X they have a, a huge lead because Xboxes really don't sell. During Call of Duty Four, Hutch. You think that PlayStation 4 players were better than... PlayStation 3. Was yeah, whatever. Cool. PlayStation players were better than... I played on both. Uh, no, I think Xbox players were better. But yeah. that was like back then. Yeah. Because like, I think they packaged COD 2 with Xbox... 360. 360. So COD 4 came out on the same thing. So it did on PlayStation as well. <clears throat> but then it started to, to, to evolve. And it wasn't until Black Ops 1 where we switched over to PlayStation. When Black Ops 3. Black Ops 1. Three. Black Ops 1 was the first time that MLG switched over oh. to PlayStation because Call of Duty had the deal with PlayStation. I'm pretty sure that started with Black Ops 3. Okay, well, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> well, they gave us all PlayStations for the year that they came out with yeah. Black Ops 3. Yep. And that's when they announced the partnership. Yeah, Black Ops 3. Which one was even Black Ops 3? 2015. Oh. Oh, it was way before that. Yeah, way before that. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> it's way before that. Yeah, it's I'm, way I'm going to live fact check you. Live right fact now. check me. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm right. That's, that's, uh, what I, would, what, I was What there. I think would be something cool, which I don't know if they would ever do it, but if they had like a, a, an event, a weekend event, and they just called it the console war, where it was... Yeah, pubs. Where it was on each team, you would only be teamed up on your six, would only be PlayStation players. The mm -hmm. other six would always be Xbox players. Yeah. Or the or you just put play, uh, PC players in there and just mix it in and just see what faction won that I weekend. I think it would be a cool thing if they did an actual console war in in there for just for bragging rights for for that month. So it always was something. So it would always kind of egg people on to to be there and try to take over the next month for pride or something like that. I, I think well, it'd be dope. I'm right. Wh which, what are you right about? Black Ops 3. What? Black Ops 3 what? It was when they got the partnership going. Not H Black Ops 1. Hotch. Scuff, Duncan was walking around with PlayStation scuffs giving them out out of his backpack. Yeah, MLG, you must have been, they must have been doing their own thing with Sony as far as the partnership goes. That could have been it. But Call of Duty and the partnership with Sony when, when the, when didn't start the exclusive, Maybe he's Black talking Ops about 3. the exclusive where you get the early access and that for PlayStation. And that was something... I think I MLG think. had the PlayStation partnership. Yeah, well, the, what I was saying and is also that... Also Destiny. Destiny had a... Uh, Activision <laughs> Blizzard and Sony had an agreement with it, it, During Black Ops 1... A, the it was a three hundred thousand dollar tournament that PlayStation put the money up for. That's when we stopped playing Call of Duty on on Xboxes. 
yeah. and that's when it moved over to to PlayStation, okay. which is when all of the players, professionals and semi-professionals and, and, and casual hard uh, tryhards, switched over to PlayStation. We all switched over. That's to when PlayStation I got my time. PlayStation. That's yeah. when I made my PlayStation account, which Correct. was ever. I think it was nine years ago. It says For on Black there. Ops One. Yeah, I didn't get a PlayStation. I didn't start playing on PlayStation primarily until Black Ops Three, and um, I think Destiny Two, right? Or did we play? We played Destiny on Xbox, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I got I got the PlayStation because of that, because I was still do doing the messing around with pro stuff. Wait, but if bit, you so think about it, when was Black Ops? Two thousand fifteen. Because we played Ghosts with a with a we played Ghosts on Xbox. Xbox. We played it on Xbox, and we played uh, Black Ops Two on Xbox. Mm -hmm. I did, yeah. Because, okay, I remember now. They were on a cycle. Three and three, three and three, three and three. Three years uh, for, com for competitive. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's, I forget. Let's, let's move on. What I would be interested in doing is going to the leaderboards of Xbox and seeing who the top 10 are or the top 8 are of uh, the top 10, the top 8 in the leaderboard for Xbox and the top 8 in the leaderboard for... Uh, they, don't, they don't do leaderboards anymore. <laughs> Have you noticed that? No. They haven't done leaderboards in a long time. I've never really checked them, so I just assumed that it was still a thing. When was the last time COD had leaderboards? Like mm. Ghosts, maybe? I don't know. Was it? Uh, maybe Advance went there? It had to have had a... No, it had no, to have it, something it, for the race because it, people got upset that you guys got power level to max and... Well, Advanced Warfare definitely had it because... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right about that. But <laughs> Yeah, they were like, dude, what is this? Because Vaughn was just like, ah... Type it in, and it was, and it was yeah. next prestige, and Dude, people were other, people were pissed. They were so pissed, <clears throat> and it was meant to be like a troll, like a joke. Because that account people, never got played on after okay, that. Explain to me what happened. What are you guys talking about? This is for Black Ops Three. That was like a longer race, I think. I think it was like a week or a week and a half or something like that. And um, and you guys were going twenty four seven. We wanted, yeah, yeah, and we wanted to get to fifteenth prestige like really bad, but that game was um, took a long time to. Level up. Some games it takes longer than others, and we weren't using double XP bonuses or anything like that. I don't think. So we only got to like eighth or ninth prestige or something, and um, I kind of jokingly, or one of us, I, I think it was me, in, in the stream when the devs were in, were like, "Hey, can't you just press a button and make us fifteenth prestige?" And Vaughn was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so like, they went behind the scenes, and then he came back, and they're like, "Okay, sign out and sign back in." And so we did it, and, the, and people were mad. They were pissed man why so mad because there were other people that were legitimately like because a lot of like i think but at that point you're I think just... a lot of other sm smaller creators were using it to to sort of boost their like, yeah it was an opportunity to, to get some um you know, some viewership yeah yeah some coverage some clout so we just took it away because we were like friends with the devs so. yeah but the thing there is like <sighs> pardon me ah the thing there, though, is that by doing that, you're sort of disqualifying yourself from that race. Oh, and you're no, of course. I mean, that was the point. And we it's didn't. done on an account that's never going to be used again. When we did the yeah. uh, Race of Prestige, the, the account Optic RTP was never used again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like... It was used like the next year. And, and trust me, look, I'm not diminishing the fact that a lot of people take that seriously and it's, it's, it's another form of competition. I am. You are? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's was, ridiculous. That was so silly. I mean, you don't get it. Like, they were, we had, and, their, and then their viewers would come in, and it was so toxic. It was crazy toxic. And it was like, it's because you guys crushed, like, some crazy number. Like, you, that, that charity went, like, oh, yeah, we it went nuts. like a half a million. Yeah. That was a crazy So it was year. kind of like a reward to, like, everybody, like, the viewers, to them. And it was like the... Everything was explained and played out. Like it, it made no sense. I think Keemstar even picked it up and said something. Like it wasn't fair. Like it was. It was. It really made no sense. And it was just like, what the what the fuck are you mad about? Yeah. It's like they just they got caught doing steroids in the MLB. Now they have an asterisk. All their records have been struck. Yeah. Like it, you are now number one. Like the, the don't thing, worry about it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And a lot. Of, a lot of people again, not to diminish them because they do. They are putting in and sacrificing a lot of hours to to get there, but. You know, at some point or another, you have to really look at the situation and be like, okay, yeah, they were doing a charity. Obviously, they disqualify themselves by doing this. Like, who cares? How many vets did they get a job for? None. Uh, That's how many. How many? Zero. I, I can't remember how much money it cost to, to help one vet find a job. It was some somewhere between like four hundred and eleven hundred or something. But I mean, we help. Yeah, it was like we. I mean, like the viewers. Yeah. And us. Like, now, was it 500 with the match? No, it was 250, and then Activision matched it 
Yeah. Another two fifty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How much did we raise? I think we raised. You were close to a mil, I think, when yeah. it was matched. These guys. When it was matched? No. Oh shit. Yeah. And no, then the next year after they gave it back to you guys, this most the last one you did for the last race I, yeah, for Black it, Ops Four. I think it was like half. It was like one hundred and twenty, one hundred twenty-five thousand raised, and then they matched it for. I thought it was. I thought you were way higher than that. No. Are you sure? It peaked. Peaked with Black Ops Three. I'm pretty sure your last year was better. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. It's somewhere. We'll find it. Are you looking up to see how much you guys... Yeah, look, because if it's, it's not a competition. It is. But if it was... No, I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, so... Um, sorry, I'm just looking for it right now. I can't find it. Kung Pao Chicken Time? Yeah. Um... I think uh, I think that uh, you know for for what it's worth, I'm super excited for the for the year to come. I'm super excited to start playing game battles matches. I can't wait to see what it what a whole year of playing PC looks like. Whether I stick with a controller or I go to keyboard and mouse again, I don't know. But I am looking forward to hopefully playing some game battles matches. And I hope that the PC community starts to you know get up and and, and playing uh, and playing the game. What sucks right now is that the the best some of the best Call of Duty PC players ever. Like uh, like Climax Who and uh, Stevie's back apparently, uh, like they're playing the shit out of Battalion right now, and that's such a good game that obviously should have a lot more uh, you know fandom if it could, but the fact that these guys may not play Call of Duty because they love that game so much because it's it goes back to the roots, I think does a little bit of disservice to the to what they could be doing for the the, the side of the PC side of the of the thing. Um, so I don't know. I I'm, I am interested in seeing what those players can do. I think playing on PC or becoming adept at, at PC, I think it makes you a better console player. You guys don't like the switch back and forth, but mm -mm. I actually don't it's, mind. It's it hard at all. for me to. I mean, it was hard for me while I was playing the the beta because I had to just stop. It wasn't the next day. My NDI was acting up, so I couldn't play PC, so I had to just stop playing for three, four straight hours and then just plug in my uh, PlayStation, play that. And it was, it was just slow. So my, main, my brain was moving faster than what I could do in the game, and it was, it was super frustrating. But it, is, it does help because your brain is moving faster with PC, so it kind of slows down the console side of things, mm -hmm. which is why I've always had a better time playing console blackout or stuff like that. You end up playing smarter, I think, because you, because you anticipate smarter opponents. Or well, like just opponents that can, can, that can like peak a lot easier or flick yeah. a lot easier. And so you, you end up kind of naturally becoming a little bit more careful, except for you. You will never stop rushing, no matter how old you get or how mm -hmm. diminished your reflexes mm -hmm. become. Be the hunter, Hutch, not the hunted. When you're complacent in life, life may take, in, take you and spit you out. When you are a proactive hunter in life and you're a go-getter and you're out there rising up at the dawn of light trying to chase that dollar, 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 then, then, and only know, then can you truly master the art of life. You can get the guillotine as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminded me of uh, Ron Burgundy. Uh, so on that note, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed this episode of the, of the Old Men of Umu podcast, maybe we could bring one back uh, at some point and uh, do it from our satellite offices. Obviously, we won't be able to be in the same uh, place as we are uh, right now, which is a very, very special occasion. Uh, if you guys are watching this on a Friday or Saturday, uh, when is this going live, Maddie? ASAP? It yeah. Yes. So anyway, if you guys are watching it right now, Friday or Saturday, tune into uh, twitch.tv forward slash OMOO to watch us play some game battles matches. Which as is a partner right channel now. now, by the way. Which is a parch. Oh, we got partner channel. Went through, yeah. Nice. Very cool. What does that mean? It means people can subscribe. Yeah. yeah, cool. We need to get some emotes All kinds now. Of stuff. We need to start working on emotes. We have nothing. We, we have nothing. We have nothing. Oh, easy. That's easy. We just get, we'll take some pictures of our face and then somebody edits them out and those are their emotes. Perfect. I like it. I like it. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for uh, for sponsoring the podcast, Hims and DoorDash. Certainly appreciate you guys coming back and hope that you guys do come back another week uh, in the future. Uh, Hachi, 
Diesel, thank you so much for uh, stopping by. All their information will be in the description down below. Another podcast in the books for the Eves drop number 46. We're so close to the big 50. That's going to be a celebration. You have big plans yet? Do you have you planned it yet? What you doing? No, I don't know what I'm doing. Better do something good. I'll be watching. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbye.